Hey there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum, and I will be your host as always. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know of a few things of note. First, you may or may not be aware that I host another podcast called The Third Seat. The Third Seat is unrelated to the podcast you are listening to right now, but if you'd like to check it out, then I will put a link in the description of today's episode that you can use to listen to it. If you like this podcast, then I really think you will like The Third Seat as well, so I highly recommend you check it out. Next, I want to let you know of a few ways you can support the podcast. First, be sure to tell a friend if you enjoy the show. Word of mouth is not only a great way to help support the show, but it's also zero cost. Secondly, if you enjoyed today's episode, then be sure to leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Leaving a positive review is one of the best ways of not only supporting the show, but it also gives me direct feedback from you regarding how you feel about the show overall. I greatly appreciate if you decide to take the time to support the show in any of these ways. Finally, if you'd like to follow me or the show on social media, then feel free to check out the description of today's episode. Here you will find all affiliated and mentioned links, as well as how you can support the show online. As always, I want to thank you for tuning into and supporting the show. It really means a lot to me, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed making it for you. All right, everyone. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. My name is Daniel Trinum. I will be your host for today, as always. Uh, and my guest today is someone that uh, I actually haven't talked to in a long time, uh, but I'm really looking forward to talking to him today. Uh, he is somebody that I, I met, I guess it was in either late, I, I want to say late middle school. Uh, yeah. I went through went through high school with, um, and it's been a, been a minute since uh, we talked to him, but I'm excited yeah. to talk to him today. So Cole, thank you for joining me today. Nice to see you, by the way. Didn't think it's funny that I like gave my whole back story like before the podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> so we may rehash a little bit. So yeah. just but, apologizing uh, to you in advance. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, for those that don't know, so uh, I'm trying to think of when we met. I guess it was in, I want to say it was like my seventh grade year. Yeah, I, I was say, just about to graduate. Yeah. Uh, but we met in middle school and I don't even remember how we met, but we were, we, we used to hang out for a little, me, you, uh, your brother and, and everybody used to hang out on a relatively frequent basis. Uh, we kept in touch during high school and, yeah. uh, like most people just kind of went our separate ways yeah. uh, after, after high school. And, and here we yeah. are now. So, yeah. Uh, you don't have to rehash the whole story if you don't, I mean, you can, if you want to, yeah. uh, but you don't have to rehash the whole story, but for those that don't know, just, uh, fill everybody in on kind of what you've been up to, how you got to where you are and, and how you're doing right now. So, um, about two and a half years ago, I, I'll tell a different version. <laughs> okay. Now, okay. Even though it's factually the same, Yeah. but anyways, um, so two and a half years ago, I was at Lee call Lee university in Cleveland. Um, I met a girl named Erica at a party. And so we started going out and stuff, got engaged. I dropped out of college <laughs> because it just wasn't at the time. It was just like I had no motivation whatsoever to pursue my education. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. yeah. I totally just wanted to go out and work jobs and, <laughs> you know, you know, live for peanuts for a second. And I did that. <laughs> and then, um, I, st- I met this guy named Massey, one of the jobs I work in called Main Stage Music in Dayton. It's a car shop. Really cool place. Love the owner, Brad. He's a fantastic person. And Jackie's wife's awesome. 
Um, and um, so me and him were talking. We were like, well, there's no music in Tennessee. So, well, in our area, at least, like Dayton, Athens, Cleveland, Etowah. So, like, why not make one? So we did. And it's still going now. It's called uh, Grassroots Radical, I think is what they're calling it, <laughs> which is really cool. Um, all, there's like two music videos out, by the way, by those guys now. Honeymoon just released a music video for a song called Tank Man, about mm-hmm. Tank Man from Tiananmen Square. It's a really cool song. Oh, yeah. I've been there, actually. Fun fact. Have you really? I have okay. been there, yeah. Not, fun fact, um, not so fun historical thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fun yeah. fact for me. Uh, yeah, fun fact speaking, for you. Yeah, for me, I, I got to go there and when, you know, uh, it was a lot calmer, uh, to say the least. But yeah, continue. You did the crosswalk and Abbey yeah. Road, but <laughs> <Yeah>. on the end. Look, uh, but anyways, less offensive now. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry. But um, so we started playing and um, we threw a show at my house and uh, they're still playing. Um, but yeah, Massey also released a music video for a song that I helped him write that he uh, called pretty good at it. Um, and the music video is actually really awesome. I don't know if that one's out yet. He just got the um, the final cut back for that yesterday and I got to watch it. But um, yeah, so that's what I've been up to. I moved to West Virginia with my fiance because we're broke. Um, <laughs> She's trying to find work after she graduated. So we're up here now. She actually just got a go- job yesterday. At a local farm she's going to be a baker for them nice. so that'll be really fun and we love that farm and their food's amazing so and they're so helping she, cater our wedding so so she is quite literally going to be bringing home the bread is what you're saying oh yeah oh she's <laughs> always done it she's beautiful man she's a power that, woman that's she awesome she wants that's awesome that's awesome, that's awesome. uh so i i gotta say you know <sighs> I don't, I don't know how to say this and not make myself sound pretentious when I say this, but like, I've always been like interested in, in music, you know? I mean, I've, yeah. the, my earliest memories that I can remember of like listening to music on the, on the radio or like listening, you know, is Same. I remember my dad, he, he's a huge fan of Boston. He loves yeah. Boston and yeah. like that whole era of music. And like, that was what he would always want to listen to if we ever drove somewhere. And so that was kind of what I grew up listening to. And, yeah. and what I still to this day, like have a, I have a soft side for. Yeah. You put your uh, aviators on. Oh Boston, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and so, I mean, I've always had an interest in music. I mean, my, my personal, like, uh, you know, my personal, what I like and, and what I like to listen to on a, on a frequent basis has changed over time. Uh, but you, you and specific, you and your brother specifically have always to me, like seem to be just like super huge fans of music, like in yeah. every way that I can, that I can tell. Totally. Uh, and, and especially, I mean, no shade to where we're from, but that's not yeah. a, like a super common thing. Yeah. Not that, pe- not that people where we're from don't like music, but yeah. most people where we are from just kind of stick to one or two genres that they, you know, that they resonate with and just kind of go from it with, with it. I think that's what most people do to be yeah. honest, but yeah. uh, you, you all seem to definitely like, have a wide interest in music and, and yeah. not just in the sense that you like, like the way it sound, but you wanted to collect it and you wanted to dive deep into it and learn about the history of it. And, uh, and I, just out of curiosity, like what for you, you know, you personally, what sparked that for you? Like what made you want to kind of, I don't want to say go down that rabbit hole. That's, that's not the way to right way to put it, but like what made you want to kind of dive deep into just the, 
the diff the vast array of music that you were interested in uh personally i'll tell you um i can't was, was there like a moment was there like a moment where like oh this is what i want to you know look into? um so i will say i think the most standout moment for me musically growing up is either listening and sing along with songs in the car with my mom like listening to Joni or listening to Queen even like we were mm -hmm. singing along to Queen you know or like the radio in my dad's bathroom on Sunday mornings taking a shower before church because mm -hmm. sometimes Champagne Supernova would play on that shower <laughs> by the way and there was a certain way that sounded to me that just sounded like heaven like when huh. the like when, that's a great song that's a great I know song. it yeah. is and like i was i've been reading a lot about it ways lately and it's kind of hilarious but um i mean looking back that song really did it changed everything for me i think that one song and like i don't even really like it anymore and it doesn't take me anywhere when i listen to it but it does i mean it does have that significance for me for sure yeah, yeah. when when would you like at what point in your life would you say that was that would be like five or six for sure. And I got a guitar around that time too, because I, I'll tell you, um, Keith Urban was a huge influence at the time. <laughs> Looking back, not so much, but I mean, but for the grace of God, like that, I was all into that, you know, yeah. which is so funny. I mean, I saw him at the Grand Ole Opry when I was six, you know, and that was a huge deal at the time. I stayed up. Till twelve o'clock for like the first time ever as a six-year-old for that show. <laughs> but so you, was that was that a show you went to or was that like yeah we went to the Grand Ole Opry and watched. It. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, that was back oh. when like I, I guess you could say he's at least like good, like in yeah. pop standards. I guess yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm glad you mentioned which this may not be the the song in particular that I want to ask you about, but. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned Champagne Supernova because that, that is a great song. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's by <laughs> Oasis. Um, but the I, I've had this kind of this idea floating around in my head that I've been pondering on over the past few weeks, like or not necessarily weeks, but uh, one of the interviews I actually did for this podcast, I asked one of my guests this, and I want to ask it to you because I I think it's an I think it's an interesting question. Yeah. but I don't know. We'll see. So yeah. I know you're familiar with the band Metallica, right? Yeah. Okay. So back in like, back in 2020, I went through, I'd known about Metallica before that, but I yeah. went, I, for some reason I had a like very big Metallica phase. Like I, I got into it and I was like, this is all I'm going to listen to. Like I, yeah. I, I love yeah. this and they're, they're great. They're phenomenal. They are. They're fantastic. Um, it blows your mind how good they are. Actually. Oh, they're, they're, they're It's they're like awesome. Sabbath actually. I went back and listened to Sabbath. Sorry to cut your story for a second. Sabbath. No. Uh, if you, if you ever want to go back and listen to Sabbath, start this, start at the very beginning, work your way up. They are revolutionary. Yeah. It blows your mind how much they've been joked about to death because they're amazing. But anyways, keep talking. We'll talk yeah. about that. No, and, and so the, there's and there's a reason I bring this up. I promise. But yeah. uh, I went. I got into like a big Metallica phase. Uh, I'm not sure what inspired it, but I, I really like it's what I listen to. I still like to listen to him today. Uh, and then I think it was in 2021, last year at some point, they released the sequel to one of their previous so back way back i think i want to say early 2000s maybe late 90s yeah. it was after the black album release i'm fairly certain yeah. 
they released uh, S&M, which is, if, if, you, if you're not familiar with it, whoever's listening to this, it's Metallica and the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. Oh, uh, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's a sweet, it's a, it's a really cool album. Like, they're playing their songs live with an orchestra backing. It's yeah. a really cool thing. And so in 2021, they released S&M 2 with, like, a bunch of their newer songs and, you know, different, cool. uh, you know, obviously a little bit older. And so, it, you know, for me, it was new because, like, I hadn't listened yeah. to anything like that before. Yeah. And so it's a, it was a really cool, like, I really enjoyed that album. And it got me thinking, I was like, this is, this is a cool concept. Like I, I've, I've heard live albums before I've heard, you know, live performances like there, but I've never heard like a mixture of these two genres, you know, like, especially these two hard con- contrasting genres, yeah. you know, and <laughs> excuse me. And so for me, I was like, if I could turn a song or an album into this, like if I could merge yeah. an orchestra with this, what would I want to merge with it? And so my question for you, which I'll give you my answer to give you a minute to think, and you may have an answer right off the top of your head. Yeah. Is, if is there a song for you that if you could have a like live orchestra backing version of this song that you would want to hear? And I know that's a big question, but that's a great I'll question. Give, I will give you two examples of what I would love to hear with an orchestra backing that you I'm, I know you'll be familiar with at least one of them, uh, maybe both of them. But the first one is it's technically two songs, but I'm going to merge them into one. Is parts one and two of Shine On You Crazy Diamond. Yeah. That song to me, and there's for both of these songs, I'm gonna tell you, like they it's the same reason for both of them, but that song has such a like huge crescendo to it. Like it just builds up into this huge thing. It never stops. Yeah, and and the story behind it is really cool. And and I would I just think that song is like dying to have an orchestra just like playing behind just building it up. Like I think that'd be the coolest thing. Yeah. Um and then to me, the next song is by a more contemporary band. Are you? Do you know who Black Country New Road is? Yeah, yeah, oh, that God. new album. I, I love Bread Song. I think Bread Song. Is yes, okay. <laughs> I, I love. I love that album. I love yeah. that album so much. Uh, but uh, this, which, which song is it? Basketball Shoes. Basketball Shoes on that album. Yeah. That song is. It's a. It's a long. They're both long songs. Like Basketball yeah. Shoes is like a twelve-minute song. It's a. It's a. It's a bit of a monster of a song. But yeah, it like it builds up into this just grand finale in the end and it's just so packed full of motion and just the the lyrics are fantastic and it's yeah. written so well and like if i could hear that song with just a grand orchestra back yeah there, i think that would be the coolest thing and so yeah my question for you is do you have a song like that that you could think of since you picked two i already have two picked um, okay great so, so first of all i would probably pick goku kim by sun kill me I don't know if you know who Sun Kill Moon is. I do. He's, I do know who Sun Kill Moon is. I haven't. I'm not super familiar with uh, with their music though. Do not do line who. eyes Sun Kill Moon or Mark Paz like this person, but I do love Red House Painters, and I think that he's probably one of the best songwriters of all time. He really is a terrible person, really. Is. <laughs> and all the songs, honestly, if we really analyze them, are about being a terrible person. But Doku Kim, why would I have that song? with an orchestra behind it. It's because it's literally an orchestra of guitars. I'll tell you the first time I ever heard overtone and music theory wise, when what's an overtone. Okay. So when, a, when, so every, Oh, and on my desk. Okay. So every, uh, every instrument resonates, right. And every note's a vibration. Right? There's actually, I think it's like, um, how it's explained to me is nine to 12 notes that actually play over one note that give it the harmonic sound and timbre that it had. Right. 
And so the first time I ever heard an overtone on that song, because there's about 50 guitar tracks all playing at once in the song. And it makes beautiful, harmonious, like, groan over the entire song that I've just never heard anything else. It's 15 minutes or 14 minutes of, like, and what I'll describe is, okay, Doku Gam starts off with him talking about a typhoon washing over their their hotel room. That's exactly harmonically and like sonically the version it that's the song itself describes a storm washing over you almost mm-hmm. like musically so mm-hmm. i just think that'd be awesome orchestra orchestra to hear that i can't say but um just blab word spit it at you sorry but <laughs> i was really passionate about that i love that song it's one of my favorite songs of all time um, what album is that on it's called Are ghost you? of the great highway Okay, because um, I've I, I've I know of Sunkoman. I haven't listened to all their music, but now that you said this, I want to definitely go check it out. So, uh, yeah. okay, I will definitely check that out. What is you said you have two? What's your yeah. what's your second song? Second one is a slow dive song called Allison. Okay. Um. So shoegaze itself to me is very orchestral. Um. I think that there it's not as focused like rock music is on the riff. It's more focused on building up something else or some kind of new sound. And like when you listen to orchestral music, a lot of the time you realize like the composers are actually mixing timbers to make very unique noises. You know what I mean? And like a shoegaze person, like shoegaze artist to me, if they're good at least, is more like a composer. Mm-hmm. And Allison to me is orchestral in itself. It's beautiful. Um, I don't know if you've ever listened to it, but there's a break in between the first chorus and the second verse that is literally heaven on earth. Like you just, it takes your breath away. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And so I, that last, I, I'm not super familiar with that last one, but I, I resonate. I know exactly what you're talking about because mm-hmm. with me, the first, the part of the reason why I love those, those two songs that I mentioned, uh, technically three, if you're counting parts one and two of yeah. the song, but we'll, we'll pretend that they're one yeah. um, is there's so many different layers to it, not just from a sonic, like a sonical, or yeah. a sonic state, like how, not just from yeah. how it sounds, but the, the stories and the meaning behind yeah. uh, those songs. I mean, from, from the perspective of uh, the Pink Floyd songs, um, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but there's a lot of, a lot of high speculation that that song, I think it's, I, I think it's been confirmed, but it is completely confirmed. Actually. Okay. I wasn't he sure walked was, in the, Sid Barrett walked in the studio while they were right. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. what I thought. I wasn't sure if it was confirmed, but I wouldn't yeah. speak too far out of, out of tone. But the song is basically about their original guitarist, lead guitarist Sid Barrett. Yeah. And so when you take it from that uh, lens, like look at this, like it's already a cool song as it is, but when you look at what they're saying and how that, um, you know, it, it's kind of like a personal and emotional ode to their old band member. Yeah. Uh, it becomes a lot more heavy, you know, like it's, it's not just this cool sounding song. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of important baggage behind it, I guess. It's a funeral procession. It. Yeah, it really yeah, is. It, it yeah. really is. I mean, they're saying goodbye yeah. to their, to their friend, to their, you know, one of the founding members of the band that took them that as far as they were. Yeah. And so to me, I just thought that was really cool. Like it was, it's kind of this somewhat subversive message to their friend. Um, but even at that, it's, it's such a, they could have very well just done like a ballad song. Like, yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with ballads, but like 
it's if you if you've never listened to eat that song when you first listen to it you're probably gonna be like holy cow this song is like 12 minutes long i'm not yeah. listening to this but yeah. even at that it takes a while for it to get to the point where it's really kind of rolling you know yeah um but I, I just think if you're willing to make that short time investment yeah it's so it's just so rewarding because yeah the first time that they, you know, I, I'm blanking on the lead singers. Is it is Roger Waters the lead singer, or am I just? Um, I think that David Gilmore sings. David Gilmore. I, I was yeah. getting them too confused. Yeah. The first time that he says "shine," like that is yeah. like that. That to me is like in my mind, just like the gates of heaven are just opening yes. up. Like right when he, I'm like, oh my yes. god, that's so good. Um, that first like blues guitar line when he yes. sings when we were young yes. <laughs> i love that yes. like that's amazing as she yeah she it's is. it's fantastic and and the same thing for for basketball shoes i'm glad i'm glad you know who black country new road is because they're mm-hmm. relatively relatively new mm-hmm. um and their new album just came out it's so good uh but that song in particular it also is a long song but it's yeah. the conclusion for their album and that song, in my opinion, is best if you're willing to listen to the album from start to finish. Yeah, if you, it, it's great on its own. Like, I, yeah, you know, it's great on its own. But the everything that builds up from an emotional and a lyrical standpoint, from how it, how everything prior to it builds up to that song. Yeah, and how much of a just giant send off it is. It's yeah. so good. It's so, yeah. so good. The final three minutes of that song are some of the best music I've ever heard in my life. And I'm yeah. not, I'm not just saying that like I yeah. legitimately to me, some of the best music I've ever heard. It is so good. The lyrics are just hitting you right in the gut, like in the best way. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, it's, it's fantastic. I love it. And I would, I would pay good money to go see that with a uh, live orchestra behind it. So yeah. I don't know if I ever will. Sadly, they're a lead singer, like, left the band right before the, the album dropped. So I don't know. Did he really? Stop. Yeah. I think his name was Isaac. I forget his last name, but like it's... a week before their album dropped, answer up there. He, he, they had to, they announced that he had to leave for some reason. So That's I don't strange. know. I, they didn't I say didn't exactly why. Yeah. But, um, but I will say though, I was able to purchase the deluxe vinyl of it and they have nice. a live performance of it. So I do have that to hold on to. Awesome. Uh, but uh it was it was totally worth it I, I was going looking just for the regular album version i just wanted to get it and i saw the deluxe one i was like oh i gotta have that i gotta have it i'll um, tell you that's an album that you spend an evening with like oh, it's so good. you know what i mean like it's so cinematic it, it feels like there's some kind of like it's almost like if lady bird was an album i don't know if yeah. you've ever watched that movie yeah yeah but it's like if that's an album that's what it is there's just so many feelings like where i've Oh, I've felt this before. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's almost like it's like a liminal experience. Like your, your subconscious, like feeling things hasn't felt in a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know to if you've me, ever listened to Boards of Canada either, but it's like that. I, no, I have, I have not, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Like to me, and and not to say that either one of these are objectively better or, you know, or worse than the other one, but like to me, an album like that, is is not one that you it's difficult to just like just just to listen to that and just kind of let it play like to me if i'm gonna listen to that i have to like not i I don't want to say i have to like stop what i'm doing but i want to try and be as in the moment and present as i can because and you know again not to say that like other songs that are good for like kind of in the background or bad or anything like it's just a song and an album like this 
it kind of forces you to just soak it all in. At least for yeah. me, like you're you're being kind of bombarded with all these different sounds and these different layers and these different, uh, you know, like I said, if you listen to the whole album leading up to it, there's so many different stories and so many different emotions from the band that's, yeah. that's poured into this last song uh, that I just think is, I think it's great. I think it's so yeah. cool. And I, I'm so glad that I, I came across them because they are so <laughs> good. They're so good. Um, it's, it is fantastic. That album specifically, I'm pretty sure it's the final three. Let me just look at it. I have my, my phone is right in front of me. Uh, but the final three songs, I want to say, um, let me pull it up just real quick. Uh, yeah, the final three songs. So the, the eighth song is the place where he inserted the blade. The ninth song is snow globes. And the 10th the song is basketball shoes. Those three songs are like, just sucker punches like in the best way like yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it if you just yeah you have to listen to those songs they're so good they're so cinematic like the way you said yeah. cinematic they're just so so good you know yeah i mean it honestly i know this i hate to say pixar because i feel like that downplays about it <laughs> pixar movies kind of been sucking lately but like it, it does like it feels like what, like, actually, I would take back my statement on Lady Bird. It, it feels more akin to watching Pixar, movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe Toy Story or something like that. It yeah. gives me Toy Story, like, vibes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I don't want to accidentally say something mean about it. Right now. <laughs> But, but no, like I, 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 I get it. Like it's, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. Like, and this is the thing that I always find. Like, it's it's hard to explain like why, uh, at least for me personally, like why I enjoy certain music and why I don't enjoy other music because yeah. it's, it's also abstract. Like it's also, yeah. it's not like, t- you can't like hold it, touch it and show it. Yeah. You know? um, man, I- I'm telling you, if you're, if you're listening, you haven't listened to this album, black country new road. It's so good. I love it. It's great. Um, but on a somewhat different note, I want to, I want to get your uh, kind of thoughts on something that I've been somewhat participating in and somewhat just just thinking about a lot lately um so i don't know when i don't know when it when it became a thing but uh the the big like model in the music industry right now is obviously performance through streaming services yeah um that's the way that you know the the it's the way money is made basically in, in the in the music industry at the moment yeah and there's been an interesting thing that i've seen happen because, you know, you think about uh, you think about like way back in the day before there was even CDs, it was all about all about, you know, vinyl records. Yeah. Most albums were at most 45 to 50 minutes long because that's all you could fit on a record, like a physically on a record. Yeah. That's all you could fit. Uh, and if you had a huge budget, you know, just all the money in the world, you'd make like a double album or something. Um, and that but that was kind of it because it cost a lot of money to make that. And that was the model for a while. And then fast forward to today. Um, there's not only tons of music being made, but you can make music for relatively low cost. I mean, you can obviously do it at a big scale if you want, but relatively speaking, it's, you don't have to have tons and tons and tons of equipment. Um, but the model to make money off of it is through streaming It's through getting most amount of streams possible. And, and it's why I have seen a lot, these albums where it's like, you know, 20 songs long, 25 songs long, sometimes pushing 30 songs long, which uh isn't like a necessarily bad thing uh but to me it, it I, don't, I don't know i have a hard time i have a hard time dissecting or like it take you know taking in a huge album like that and so so you're 
the deluxe album. Well, right? well, yeah, like, that that and and kind of what I've been what I've heard people refer to as kind of like the quote unquote the death of the album because yeah, people not and this isn't everybody obviously, but yeah. a lot of popular artists they're not like making albums necessarily all the time because they want to make this grand artistic statement yeah making you know these 30 song albums quote unquote that they know will get tons of streams and will get tons of plays yeah and will thus make them you know and there may be a couple you know a couple great songs here and there (laughs) there there may be a couple great songs here and there and i I know it's all subjective (laughs) at the end of the day but it i want to get your thoughts on what it's what the on that, the kind of quote unquote death of the album time uh, yeah. topic, but also I don't have the numbers in front of me right now. I know that there's been in the past few years, a bit of a resurgence in vinyl and I'm curious yeah. to see what you, what you think about that. Yeah. So, um, on, on the first thing, first off, I guess. Um, so what do I think about long format albums? Um, like that just for like, I, I don't, I've, I don't, I'm not somebody that technically listens to popular music. I know that sounds so up my butt. Oh gosh, I really, so, I'm but I mean, I really don't keep up with popular music whatsoever. Like I'm in the dark most of the time because I'm looking at my little hidey hole and write your music. You know what I mean? I use write your music almost religiously. And it's not because of the fact that I want my opinion told to me beforehand on listening to an album. But generally it does show a good sense of a, a creative peak an artist and you're like oh this is the album i should start with maybe probably their best you know what i mean it just it's a general guideline for me to not waste my time all the time garbage you know what i mean and trying to focus more on stuff that probably may matter Mm -hmm. even though i guess it's probably based off of other people's opinion so i don't know (laughs) at this point but um you know it's like so i don't really pay attention to that i didn't even know that was a trend that people that these artists i've seen the whole deluxe edition of like a board album that came out like a year before and stuff yeah. and it's usually a whole bunch of garbage that nobody listens to yeah and like i've noticed especially with popular legacy artists mm-hmm. spotify will have thousands of live albums it takes forever to scroll through their regular crap because these old companies like old capital records are pushing out everything they can to get these guys plays anymore i love isaac hayes for example mm-hmm. like isaac hayes to me is like the shining glory of Memphis soul. Like he really is. He, like you think about at the time in Memphis in the seventies, they had no money to make the records he was making at the time. And he was literally pumping them out. He is one of the most sampled artists of all, all of rap music. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, especially I think it's like Ike's rap two or something like that off of black Moses. It has mm-hmm. like, it's been like in a Portis Head song. It's been in, um, oh, what's his name? I know it's the album Max and Heek is what it's called. And it was it basically a lot of down tempo music loves that drum beat in that song. But yeah. <laughs> anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, it does annoy me. I'm, par- I'm, I'm very partial to double albums because I love having more of something i love mm-hmm. so like if i can get more of a certain vibe from a band and i mm-hmm. love that vibe i'm all for it but if it's all a bunch of live tracks like i mean like i love zeppelin like track i mean live uh bootlegs don't get me wrong but there's just so many where it's just like literally robert plant and jimmy page acting like a mess on stage where it's just <laughs> like i don't need this on spotify i can look this up on soundcloud or youtube yeah you know yeah <laughs> 
Um, so I do think it's bloated. I don't think people know how to make money off of stuff like that yet. It's mm-hmm. just so like I, I've told everybody for the past year, I'm like, we're living in the future. Like we're living in hyperinflation. You didn't I never I never thought I'd live through hyperinflation, mm-hmm. <laughs> let, let alone like two recessions, you know, <laughs> by the time I'm like 23, you know, it's like it, we're living in the future like we really are. And like music. To me, when I listen to Black Country New Road, what I think in my brain is future music. That sounds like something that hasn't been out yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why I had a lot to say about that album in particular. But like, there's been a couple albums in the past couple of years. Like, um, there's a band called Sweet Trip I really like. Um, mm-hmm. um, I would define them as future music. Um, Moonshape Pool by Radiohead. That's a definite. That's like. They were yes. on to something that yeah. um, I don't think we're going to see for another 15 years. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. in popular music. That's, that's been the story of Radiohead's whole career. I mean, re- yeah. really, for being honest. Yeah. Ser- like, seriously. Um, you know, it's just like there's been we're living in the future right now. I mean, we lived through a pandemic. Did mm-hmm. you ever think like growing up that you would live through one of those? No, you know what I mean, it, no, no. And, and specifically on that, like that you, you ever heard of people i'm sure you have like they'll say like oh i remember where i was when this when this happened or mm-hmm. you know that was for me that was like if not the first that was one of the few moments in my life where i like i had one of those moments where i was like i remember where i was when like everything yeah shut down you know yeah. uh that was yeah it's the weekend but, that happened i was going to a cabin for my birthday and we went to mcdonald's we couldn't sit down and we we're like wow that's weird yeah you know and then yeah. the weekend i mean we came back and everything you know, yeah yeah especially toilet paper <laughs> <laughs> for some reason yeah yeah but uh but yeah regarding like the the whole you know deluxe album or just like the massive album it i i, I again i don't want to sound so super like pretentious when i say this because like i'm I, at the end of the day i'm just a person with opinions and what yeah you know, they don't matter really at the end of the day like First and foremost, listen to whatever music you want to listen to. Like yeah. if, if you get enjoyment out of it, who cares what I have to yeah. say? Uh, but me personally, like, um, I I have a hard time. If if you're gonna make an album that is beginning to push an hour, yeah, you know, if 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 it's beginning to push that, or if it's beginning to push like the length of a movie, yeah, you have to either be making, in my opinion, a really big statement or some, yeah. you know, you're trying to bring tie in some big concept that is worth my time. Yeah. Um, you know, like to me, uh it I'm I'm trying to think of some albums that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh but you know, for instance, I <laughs> I've been talking to to some people about this lately and 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 you know, I, I don't know if you know about this guy. He's, I don't know where he's from, but he's, I don't listen to a ton of country music, but yeah. every now and then I will find an album that I'm like, oh, I kind of like this. Yeah, it's fine. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and there's a guy that I really like and I was excited for his new album. His name is Zach Bryan. Do you know who Zach Bryan is by chance? Mm, probably not. I don't know if you know, but he, he sings kind of like more folky style music. Yeah. Uh, country style music. And I, I really like that genre of, of country yeah. music. Yeah. And he was releasing his his new album, and it's it's thirty four songs long, and it's all it's over two. Okay, hours. that's a little bit. And but but see, let me get like this is the thing. And so like I see that I'm like man, like 
on one hand, I'm like, I would, you know, the more music, the better. Like, I'm excited to listen to it. But at the same time, this album's been out for like two weeks, two or three weeks, and I still have not gotten past like song 17 just because I get See, to that point and I'm exhausted, yeah. you know? That's like, a I, problem. I've just, I feel like I've been hit over the head with it. Yeah. And and so the same thing goes with like the deluxe albums. To me, it's like, and it's so bad in, in hip hop right now, in my opinion. Yeah. Because people will release these you know, 12, 13 song albums. And then literally a week later, they'll release this quote unquote deluxe album and they'll just add another 13, 14 songs on it. I'm See, like, that okay. really is a scam though. Yeah. And so to me, I'm like, <laughs> that's a vibe just, for the rap. Yeah. And, and so to me, it's like, if you're just churning out this stuff, like you're not, in my opinion, you're not trying to, you're, you're, you're heavily embracing quantity over quality. Like you're mm-hmm. not trying to make, the best you can make and leave you know everything else on the cutting room floor you're just putting everything out under this guise of a of a deluxe album quote unquote and just in, in an attempt to get more streams and an attempt to make more money at the end of the day now yeah i know there's gonna be some people that are like hey i like this artist and it's more music and so i'm happy yeah. with it. and I, i'm not here to say that that person is wrong yeah. because I, I get it it's just to me like uh, the, the metaphor, and again, this is going to sound so pretentious, but the metaphor that I think of is I would rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. Like, yeah. I would rather have a, an, a shorter album with great songs. Yeah, totally. Still it down to the best you've got than a 30 song album of just a bunch of, you know, some are great, some are kind of, you know, some are okay, some are not great. Like, yeah, that, that's just me because I like to look at the album in totality. And if yeah. 70% of it is okay and 30% of it is great, then okay you've made a three out of 10 album. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that is totally true. Yeah. But if you make like a 10 song album and eight or nine or 10 of them are fantastic, then yeah, yeah, it's shorter, but it's a fantastic album. That is so true. It's a great piece, you know, in in whole, that's, that's kind of the way I feel about it. And uh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to sound too pretentious, like, but that's just, that's just me, you know? Yeah. So my thing is like, we've actually seen this before. I think it's a music industry. I'm not even saying this, like I'm acting like I'm an expert. I'm probably not. I don't know if as, you've ever been to McKay's head. though. As, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but and like seeing like and you went through all of the garbage records and been like, wow, there's so many of these that are just straight up garbage. Like I would just buy this for twenty five cents and throw it straight in my garbage can if I could, you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> just to be wasteful. Well, but, there's, um, a, there's a reason why they're there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I I sit there and think, and I'm like, this is the same exact thing, and it's like. It back then, it's like you got to realize like most people will like one song from an artist or album and put that on a playlist, and that's the only thing they'll listen to by that artist for the yeah. rest of the game. I know some people I've met that might have 30 to 60 songs on their phone, and that's basically their whole entire musical universe, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, um, and that's fine, like, if that's and that's what, interesting it, yeah. to me, like, that, yeah. I can't believe, like. It, my brain's like I don't know how that works. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like um I don't know. I, it's crazy. But anyways, uh, and so like them doing that, that I guess that does push the al- algorithm to be like, well, they're releasing lots of songs at once, and this is the hit. So now we're gonna push yeah. this one song in every playlist. You know, uh kind of like back then like oh if we release a ton of singles by this one person at once they'll probably push them up the billboard top 100 against the other 50 people in the music industry right yeah yeah <laughs> you know uh i think it's that's so funny i love that um i've not even like i said i don't keep up with pop i've not seen that at all but the yeah. only person i've seen that from is viper the rapper he's a trap rapper from 2008 
who made an album called What's Up With That? Y'all Cowards Don't Smoke Crack. Okay. <laughs> what? It, it, it's the most like, you would, okay, hearing that and seeing the cover, you, he's like sweaty. He's wearing a hat sideways. It's amazing. Um, it sounds like he found a keyboard from a pawn shop for like 20 bucks and made beats off of it in the best <laughs> way possible. But he releases, he had like last year, he released like 300 albums. You know, so and 300? You said? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, I, I mean, you could literally listen to a new Viper rapper every day. Of the year. I mean, Viper yeah. album every day of the year. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and again, like, if this person's music and the more they want to pet out you know yeah the better for me like that's fine like I'm, I'm not trying to be like oh you must only listen to no the greatest, you know like that's that's no. not that's not what my my prerogative at all it's just I, I don't know to me it just when i know that i'm just being sold a pro a product yeah. like i'm not i'm not being given an art like a you know, it, it's like that's not even a respect to your time. At that yeah, point. yeah, and yeah. and to me, it's like you're, what you're telling me is you're just giving me, every, you know, all your throwaways kind of or like yeah. your B sides that you didn't really want. Yeah. Like, you know, if if that's what if that's if if you want to put out like a B side project, then, yeah. then say that's what it is. Like, hey, these yeah. are just kind of you know some stuff I was messing around with. I like that you know put it out. Like that's one yeah. thing. But if you're gonna put it out as like a an album, like a deluxe quote unquote album. Uh, I, I don't know. It, to me, it's just kind of it's kind of insulting, like to my yeah. time, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a shame because like there are some artists that I really like. Like again, yeah. I told you that Zach Bryan guy. I really like his music. I like his sound, and I I think he does some some interesting stuff, especially with the way the country music landscape is right yeah. now. It's very different from like what you'll hear on the radio. But like, man, you're asking me to sit through like again like a whole movie like two hours long like i can't do that you know the beatles are really bad about it too like they have like a million anthologies it's like do i need to hear why don't we do it the road for the 36th time (laughs) like this version where they added a kazoo or something you know yeah yeah (laughs) it's like no i don't yeah (laughs) even though if i said that to my brother he'd be like you shut your mouth (laughs) No one, if no one's listening to this, he's 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 fuming right now. He's yeah, like, no, you need, you have to listen to it. He's petting uh, Jenny very aggressively. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So this is a little bit of a side side tangent. I don't know when I first got into got into the, the Beatles, but whenever I was first introduced to them. But like, obviously, everyone knows about the Beatles. Like, mm-hmm. they're you know, everyone knows about the Beatles. They're and the best. It, yeah, yeah, uh, and. Man, if you're new to the Beatles, it can be a little intimidating, you know. Yeah. For a few reasons, like from it was intimidating for me because, like, one, they've got tons of music. Like, there is a yeah. lot of music out there, so it's like, like one ten albums. Even, yeah, yeah, it's like where do I even start? But then even at that, like, they all are so different, you know. If, if you, what's compare, your favorite, by the way? Okay, so I admittedly, I will say this. Admittedly, I have not listened to all of their albums. I haven't listened. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, oh, I, lo- I really like that. Like, I haven't listened to all of them. I'm a bit of a normie when it comes to the Beatles from the standpoint yeah. of which albums I've listened to. But so let's say, obviously, I love Abbey Road. Everybody loves yeah. Abbey Road. It's a great album. If I'm going to sit down, like right now, how I'm feeling at this very moment. <sighs> I really like I've I've grown to appreciate Revolver a lot more uh over over the years. Hey, Actually, talk, it's the best one. Talk to your brother a little bit about yeah, it a couple years ago. One. Uh I really have grown to appreciate Revolver a lot more. Yeah. Um it, just in its simplicity. I, I don't yeah. know. It's whenever I listen to that album, it to me it feels like 
and it's kind of a kind of a clunky sounding album like it's it's, it's definitely unique um, it's so weird and it? especially when you hear the yeah. harmonies on like uh in your bird can sing and you're like that sounds awkward but yeah. amazing yeah you know? it, it's it's definitely a unique album and i get why maybe some people may be kind of turned away from it yeah but i, I really like revolver um i think it's 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 not talked about and it has a really cool cover too um, yeah i love the cover that's what I you like, see when you're dreaming in it yeah, <laughs> that's what i yeah. see <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, but I, I like Revolver a lot. Um, and then if I had to, I mean, again, I, I, they're all great. Like I, I, I say this like you know, this is the only good one. But I like Revolver a lot. Rubber Soul is pretty good. I like it a lot. Uh, it's 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 got a, but it's totally different in sound. Like it's yeah, it's a lot more um, more songy to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're all fantastic to me. It, it's kind of if I, specifically regarding the Beatles, like it depends on just how what I'm wanting out of them. If I'm yeah. wanting like you know, feel good, sing songy stuff. Like for me, I'm going to go to Abbey Road because there's yeah. so many great, you know, like kind of, I don't want to say campfire songs, but I'll like, tell you they're just songs what, that you can sing along with so well. They just make you feel good, you know, like from, from a music theory aspect, Abbey Road is a sensational album and I yeah. like something itself, like oh, that that's song, a great song in particular, that intro has so much to talk about from a music theory standpoint and like, just in that first like 10 seconds you know what i mean but to me like think about that transition from revolver to that it's like they honed in that sound you know yeah. what i mean they hone it's like almost like a revolver's sketch of what was to come you know yeah, yeah. i love it yeah and then again I'm not, I'm not entirely i guess i could look and see at the time like the time frames these albums were released in but like Again, they're all so different. Like they're, it, it really just depends for me. Like what I'm wanting out of them. Then you think of Sergeant Pepper's. Like that mm-hmm. album in and of itself is is a, it, it's so know, fun. It's it so is, fun. but it's it's such a it's so totally different. At least yeah. to me, you know. Have you listened and, to the Dolby Atmos version? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have. Is um, that on, is that only on Apple Music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it. I don't know if I've listened. I'm not sure if I have or not, but I I can certainly do that. It, it, you have to, it requires plugged in headphones, but what it does okay. is it simulates where each instrument is in the room yeah. with a little bit of reverb. So it just feels like real live performances of the album. I love yeah. it. You got to try yeah. that at some point. So I know I have, I have Apple music and I know I have that capability. I, if it's only plugged in, then I need to get some, I mean, I have some, I could do it, uh, yeah. but I do want to try that, that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got one of those line writers somewhere. I feel like everybody probably says that at some point. I've got one of those mm-hmm. old dongle things somewhere, but and then you got the white album like it's that's mm-hmm. a whole other like that was that it's was crazy the, that was the deluxe album before the deluxe album was yeah cool, yeah literally. um you see what happened is, there's somebody killed somebody over that's why we shouldn't do them right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what charles manson he loved that album yeah it's it's just crazy and so i, I don't know the the beatles to me like they're a little intimidating to just get into if you've never listened to it like if, you, if you're just getting they're just kind of intimidating because you know, you think of like their early, early stuff. Uh, to me, they kind of remind me, at least, at least in the way they look and the way they kind of they sound. They kind of remind me of like a barbershop quartet. Like they're very like yeah. I, I don't know. They, they, that's the way they kind of remind me of. And then just their style continues to change and, and it evolves and it's so different. There's just so much of it. They were um, a unit too. Yeah, like they literally for until they started hating each other, hung out constantly. Like yeah. never parted, and that's just. You can totally tell. Like, I mean, like, that's a band of people that really love each other. Yeah. Especially, like, when they're on that rooftop 
at the very end oh, there. Yes. And they like each other for that last time. And Billy yeah. Preston's there playing the keys. Oh my God. That's heavenly. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like they literally, they, they figured out when you listen to Don't Let Me Down by song in particular, I know I've sang with my brother a couple of times, different places and stuff. But that song in particular, that's the secret sauce for making true music. You know what I mean? <laughs> it really sauce. is. Yeah, it, it is. He, I think John Lennon cracked it, you know? Yeah. He, he uh, just also did terrible things. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I went to where he got shot when I was in New York. Where was that at? Some hotel near the um, n- near Central Park. Is it? Okay. So that, the reason why I ask is because I was in, I went to the only time I've been to New York, which I would love to go back sometime. Um, but whenever I went, my dad and I went and we went to Central Park and they have a little like strawberry fields forever section. Yeah. Have you, yeah. have you been to that's that? That's close to that. Yeah. yeah. It's actually right across the street. From that. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was yeah. close to that or not, but I saw that. And I was like, Oh, that's really cool. I forget yeah. what it looked like, like why exactly it was there. There was um, a little man with the classical guitar doing John Lone covers and they were great. And I sang with them. It was that's fun. awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> Uh, something I know I've, I've kind of recently heard a little bit of it for whatever reason I've kind of recently heard, heard about, uh, and again, I know if, if, if Nolan is listening to this, I know he'll have some, some, uh, thoughts on this, but the comparisons or the, you know, kind of saying which one is better between, and, and I'm not super familiar with this other, well, let me just get to the point, uh, <laughs> The comparison between the between I think it's Sergeant Pepper's and Pet Sounds by the Beach yeah. Boys is from what Probably. I've heard is like a huge like debate like which one is better because I think from a lot Pet of people sounds. those are those are considered Pet like sounds. the pinnacles of both of yeah. those. I mean with the Beatles it's a little you know with both of them it's different, like everybody can have yeah. their own favorite. But uh I'm curious to hear what your your take on that debate is because I, I don't uh, sorry, I already answered. I love Pet Sounds. I think Pet Sounds to me, like compared to Sgt. Pepper's, especially, mm-hmm. like Sgt. Pepper's is more like going to, they wanted just to record like a live album without going out and doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? And like Pet Sounds to me is something that you'll never get outside of that experience. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you yeah. will, like Caroline, no. I don't know if you've ever heard that song. Literally. So- so amazing well i've heard so this is the thing so i feel very like i've i've listened to pet sounds before i know yeah. i have i've done it numerous times i haven't li- it's been a while since i've listened to it so like um and also i was not like i didn't grow up listening to the beach boys so i kind of yeah. I, I knew about them but i, I kind of discovered them later on in my life yeah. um and so to me like i'm not super familiar with their music like obviously i know who they are and, and know you know some of their some of their biggest songs but uh, I'm not super familiar with some of the deep cuts, like off yeah. sounds, but yeah, I, yeah. I know I have listened to it, you know? Yeah. I, I would, I would say that here, I mean that the whole album in general has far more emotional for sure. And yeah. not to say that just because something's more emotional, that that makes it better. Yeah. But to me, like you hear certain things where you're like, Oh my God, this is the sound of me. His mind. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, he literally lost his mind straight after that. And you can hear it's kind of like Nick Drake. I don't know if yeah. you've ever listened to Nick Drake. Yeah. yeah. Pink Moon, he literally recorded that album at three in the morning on like a, two weeks before he killed himself. And yeah. like you sit there and you think when you're listening to it, you're like, that's the sound of a man that is so lonely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a spiritual piece of music. It yeah. really is. And 
And like it's the same thing with Pet Sound. That's a spiritual piece of music, man. You know what yeah. I mean? He yeah. he tapped into something, you know. Yeah. No, and, and I'm glad you brought that up. There's a there's an album that I I don't go to it a lot, but it's there's a reason why. It's not because it's bad. Like it's it's more um it's just a it's a difficult album to listen to but it's for it's it's beautiful for a similar reason what you mentioned with, with nick drake um yeah. do you know who uh uh mount erie you know who mount erie is? oh absolutely crow looked at me or yes know? yes dude that, that, I, that, I was going to actually compare that to the black country album yeah that's the same thing it's very cinematic yes it's a, you, that's an east been an evening for that <sighs> album and dude. you don't want to listen to it again for a while you know i know I mean? yeah well well yeah, I mean that album. It is. I remember the first time I was introduced to that. Unless album. you're suicidal or something, yeah. You're probably listening Man. to it all the time. You guys <laughs> need to stop listening to it. If that's yeah. what you're into. <laughs> but uh, the first time I heard about that album, uh, I don't know if you if you keep up with this guy at all, but it was it was through one of the Needle Drops video. Anthony Fantano. He reviewed yeah, Mister Mister Mellon. Yes, and I, yeah. I like to watch his videos every every now and yeah. then. But I saw that review and I was like, oh, I'll check it out. Whatever. And I knew something was different straight off the bat because yeah. if you watch his review of that album in particular, in every single one of his reviews, he's like, hey, what? Are...? And he kind of has like this kind of goofy little yeah. intro. In that video, he was like, hey, guys, it's me. Like he just he, yeah. he doesn't have any kind of facade. Like he's very, you know, upfront, very, very uh, raw almost. And I like throughout the whole album he discusses like the different you know he was discussing the different topics that it touches on and for those that are listening that don't know the album is is about the guy i forget his name uh but uh phil yeah i was yeah yeah. uh he wrote the album about his wife that had just passed away like he he wrote it just after she passed away um and man you talk about a difficult album to listen to i mean that is i've only listened to it twice it's it's beautiful. It is a g- gorgeous sounding album, but it is so it's it's just like man, you are you are put right with uh whenever he was writing those songs. Yep. It's just so so it, it's so difficult to listen to, but in like the best way, you know. It, it's yeah. hard to explain. But one of my favorite one of my favorite uh lines in music that I've heard comes from that album. And I want to say I want to say it's the second song. I forget the name of it. Is it the garbage can line? No, he, oh. he it's, <laughs> what is, I forget what it is, but he's talking about how he is with his, his, so his, his wife had passed away mm-hmm. and she had been cremated and mm-hmm. he was talking about how he was sitting up on this hill and I, I'm butchering these lyrics, so you can look it up if you'd like, but uh, <laughs> he's sitting up on this hill and he's looking at the sunset and he's basically saying, you know, it's, it's a shame that like people, view their loved ones as these bottles of ash you know yes yeah. he doesn't he, he in the song he says i don't view you as these ashes i view you as the sunset you know that's mm, that's what I, and i was like oh that's man. so good oh man i was like that is and and that's what it ends on that line is yeah. what it ends on and i'm like you just like made me want to crawl up into a ball see that's the like, death that is, of his muse though he yeah. wrote so many songs about that woman it's the same thing as like um, mark cause like sun kill moon red house painter's guy he has um he had a muse throughout his entire career as an artist named Katie. He wrote a song about her. It's probably one of his best songs called Katie's Song. That literally, by the way, the first time I ever heard, I sunk in my bed and almost cried myself to death. Yeah. It's so beautiful. But um, like 
anyways, he wrote about Katie for so many years. And then Katie eventually got a cancer uh, a couple of years after they broke up. But he still was friends with her. And he wrote uh, a song called Carry Me, Ohio about her. That, And then he has another song called Tonight the Sky about her, too, where he talks about how she's warm sun rays underneath the, on cool bays, like uh, next to like sun, like uh, sails on a, a beach or something like that. It's just beautiful. But you know what I mean? He yeah. immortalized her in like so many songs. And that's basically what Mount Erie did. Is he gave this woman a legacy. She even sang on a lot of music. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the thing, like the thing with me is, like, I I was not familiar with Mount Erie up until that album. Like, again, I was yeah. introduced to Mount Erie through that review that Anthony Fantano did of that album. So that was the first introduction of Mount Erie that I yeah. had. And even still, like, I hadn't listened to anything prior, and I was like, man, this is tough. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, in, in one of the songs, he he talks about how uh like you can he's literally telling you like when he's writing the song he was talking about yeah. how like a, a a package had just arrived yeah of something they were going to give to their daughter yeah yeah the and backpack was, and he, yeah. yeah and he's like and you know you were here like a week ago or something like that i'm like Man, yeah it's and again the sonically speaking it sounds fantastic like it's, it's so yeah. good but it's just tough to listen to man and, and i love I, I, will, I will revisit that album yeah. every day i know what i'm getting into you know before, yeah I, before yeah. i go to something like that you know yeah it's um i love his reporting because like especially i don't know if you know this he reports out of old church that he bought like close to his hometown really so that's it's that's really cool so it's Mm self-produced for the most part too so you you know he's just sitting there thinking about all of it while he's making it um i really i really love phil album and i think another turning point for a lot of his fans with that record is like up until that point if you ever go back and listen through his other mount Erie stuff which I highly recommend you do is yeah. it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It start um he starts this universe, okay? And it starts with this song called The Glow Part One. Okay. And then he releases an album with the Glow Part Two on it, which is one of his most famous records ever. That one with the uni- I mean with the elephant on it and stuff. Yeah. Um 4chan loves that record. Well, <laughs> old 4 4chan school does. Um but I mean so he had this whole thing going on this whole time. And that was kind of the end of that universe for a little while until I don't know if you've listened to his newest record, but that 40 minute long song. Have you listened to that song? Uh, so I have not, I listened to it when it came up. You're talking about lost wisdom, lost wisdom part two. That album? I think so. It's like, it's like an hour long, like one song. If, if that Oh wait, point. no, this is something different or er, wait. Um, I don't know. The, I, I've listened to the albums after A Crow Looked at Me. I have listened to yeah. them, uh, but not now recently. Now Only is pretty good, too. Not, not recently, only. but I have listened to them. But yeah, he has one that's like 40 minutes, and it's kind of like a sequel to like how like how A Crow Looked at Me was his laugh in. Like, that's his laugh now, and him reflecting on, on his laugh in with that woman, if yeah. that makes any sense. Which And it's beautiful. The music video is actually just like 600 polaroids i think that he just slams on a table of their whole entire relationship yeah and his whole entire career up until that point it's beautiful yeah really cool but yeah it, it <clears throat> excuse me um yeah i just to me and again it, you know i don't want to paint myself to be this like oh i can only listen to the music that is like yeah emotional yeah. like you know, I, I'm a firm believer that like sometimes music is good when it's just like stupid and fun and you just yeah. get enjoy- like if it's like just Wayne. fun to listen to. Yeah. Like if, if, you know, just just listen to whatever you like. Like, yeah. you know, 
because there's a reason why popular music is popular. Like I'm not here yeah. to like, you know, you know, talk bad about it or anything like, yeah, there's a reason why. And I get it. Like there, there are times like if I'm at, you know, working or doing something like, I just want to put something on that makes me feel good. And I don't have to think too much about it. And that's yeah. fine. Like, that's great. There is a place for that. And, um, I, I definitely, you know, have a lot of albums that I, I personally enjoy that fit into that genre. Yeah. But for me, the albums that stick with me and like whenever I, whenever I not rediscover them, but whenever I go back to them and I have like the biggest reaction to them, it's these albums that for me, um, they, they offer, they're just extremely layered in different ways. Maybe it's from an emotional standpoint. Maybe it's from yeah. a lyrical standpoint. Maybe it's from, uh, you know, maybe there may be some nostalgia thrown into it, whatever it is. There's a lot yeah. of factors that go into why you would like an album and why you might not like an album. Yeah. But to me, it all, you know, the ones that stick with me for the long haul personally are ones that um, they, they, they just have this depth, this, these, these layers to them that uh, force me to be present in the moment, you know, yeah. uh, present listening to, and, and that's yeah. why for me, again, I'm going to continue to sound really pretentious when I say this, but that's why to me, like I like to purchase vinyl records. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't get to listen to them all the time. They're at, they're not with me currently my, at my current apartment, but when you listen to them, it, it quite literally forces you to, if you're going to listen to it, you have to be right there, wherever the speakers are in order to listen yeah. to it. You can't yeah. like take it with you somewhere, you know? Yeah. And, and so to me, I, I love to take that time just to, just to try to experience this album again or this song again and to see rediscover kind of why I liked it in the first place and and find out different things about it. And yeah. if I can dive into kind of the backstory behind it, you know, um, I think that's, I think that's, that's kind of the the biggest, my biggest appeal to music, you know, um, yeah. for, for me personally. Um, so a record for me, that I always come back to, and I know knowing me in high school, you probably heard me talk about it. Kind of <laughs> Jeff Buckley, though, great. Yes, oh, that's such I a good still album. love that record. I think it's a perfect record. I really do. <laughs> I, like uh, at this point, there's no denying. Like I, I guess I started listening to that like six years ago at this point, and I probably listened to it at least almost every week of my life since. Like no doubt, or him at least. I think that. For me, as an artist, like, why well, I hate calling myself an artist. That's pretentious. Hey, no, that. call yourself, you're an artist. Call yourself an artist. I, but as an artist, like, he's everything. Yeah. Like, he, to me, he was the last rock star. I know that people give that to Kurt Cobain, but to me, Kurt Cobain was too tragic to be a rock star. Mm-hmm. He was destined for failure. Like, no matter how you look at him in person, he would have never survived, you know? Jeff Buckley had all the light in him to survive past the age he did. He randomly drowned like an idiot just because he liked Doc Martens. Do not wear Doc Martens and swim, people. It's bad. So, so wait, what's st- I know that he died really early on. Like, what's the story behind how he died? So, um, after the second album, I mean, after the first album, he was going to record the second one. So he had his uh, his band flew flew into Memphis to record with them. And there's a river in Memphis called the Wolf River that people don't swim in. But since Jeff was a city boy from California and New York, he came down here and he's like, well, that's going to be fun to do while I wait on my boat. So he swam in the river with Doc Martens on and a boat came by and swept him up in the way. Uh, he drowned that way. Jeez. Yeah, they didn't find him until three days later. But he was that close to recording his second album. He was 
just like two or three hours away from doing that. Wow. So it's a huge shame to music because there's no telling what he could have done. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you though, Radiohead, we wouldn't have Radiohead's vocal style without him because um, the bins, I don't know if you've ever heard Fake Plastic Trees. Surely yes. you have. It's yes. a fantastic song. Yes. That last vocal run he does that at the end of that song makes me cry every time um but they had he could not get that song right and by he i mean tom york of radiohead the lead singer could not get that sing he could not sing it right and they went out and jeff buckley had just finished the grace tour and he was doing these cool coffee shop tours around the world for fun to get back into his coffee shop days because he was tired of people knowing who he was and he was playing, and so Radiohead went and saw him, and they were instantly inspired by the performance. Went back that night and sang Fake Plastic Trees, and Tom York cried on the floor of the studio. <laughs> so that's that story to that song. But so we wouldn't have that song without Jeff, probably. So thanks, Jeff. <laughs> that's a fantastic. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Radiohead is, I, I, I've listened to most of their albums. I've listened to all their, you know. Uh, I, I need to look. I've not listened to Hell to the Thief, so I'm a liar when I say. Yeah, that. yeah, I haven't listened to Hell to the Thief, and there's a couple other albums, like a, like one or two that I haven't listened to, but they have some great, some great music. I love one of my favorite albums of them is In Rainbows. I love In Rainbows. Yeah, In, In Rainbows, Rainbows is a perfect album. Oh, it's it really so is. good. It's so. It's good. hard for me to say anything about it because it's like I don't have anything to say about it. There's not yeah. anything you can say about it. Yeah. I'll say that's future music too. That really oh, yeah. is future music. Yeah. It, and it's like, I don't know if you've ever listened to a genre called kraut rock before. I know what it is. I don't see this. Okay. This is going to make me, this, is, this shows you anything about myself. I'm, I've heard of kraut rock. Yeah. And there's a decent chance I've listened to it. But if I yeah. have listened to it, I didn't know that it was kraut rock when I listened to it. So I don't yes. know. I'm really there's not a, sure. There's a certain style to it. And like a lot of spy music uh, steals the beats, like drum beats from kraut rock, actually. And a lot of people sample drum crowd rock because it's very rhythmically rhythmically complex for prog music um it um so it's basically like prog but like it's more based on groove if that yeah. makes any sense and it's obviously most of the time saying in german they're german bands and it was before the and i think it was around the time that the berlin wall was about to fall is when it became popular so it was kind of like this industrial like you know kind of communist sounding music that these people kind of got along with um and can by the way is a great band if you ever want to listen to them they got a couple of really good albums like uh uh there's a song called vitamin c that's really famous that a lot of people like by them and then there's an album called future days by them and it's literally like the jetsons put to an album mm-hmm. it sounds like the jetsons if it's a record yeah so, um and i forgot earlier that you totally asked about the vinyl record thing oh yeah let's we can talk about that actually you reminded me when you talked about vinyl records so i have a huge collection um i started working on it like two years ago we moved into um me and erica moved into a house together while she was still in college and um i'd really been wanting one up until that point because i had a couple like i had like a a super unknown uh sound garden like deluxe edition single set like yeah. that's rare now that i wanted to play and a couple other records like i had okay computer excuse me and i also lost okay computer so oh, i don't have shame. that anymore 
That yeah, is such so, a great album, man. It got lost in one of my moves. So, um, but now I just got Geo Gaddy by Fourth Canada from a buddy after my show the other night. He had brought it from Knoxville just so I could have it, <laughs> which awesome. means a lot. And I love that record. So I'm probably going to listen to that tonight after I get off uh, this podcast. But <laughs> I haven't listened, I haven't broke it out yet. It's been sitting in a hot car for like a couple of days. <laughs> so hopefully it still works because it's like a $70 record. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I have a huge collection. I have an Audio Technica something. It's basically like, it's just the simplest turntable I could get that I can fix if there's any problems. Yeah. With it. It's literally just like a motor band, you know, buttons, input jacks. That's it, you know. Yeah. But it sounds fantastic. And I have these uh, cheap Edifier speakers from Amazon that match the match the little turntable a lot. But I listen to I used to listen to it all the time, and then we moved, and I haven't gotten it out until a couple of weeks ago, but I'm planning on listening to it again, because I missed that. Yeah. There's definitely, it's not, I hate when people say there's, like, a definite, like, ritual to, to, to doing the yeah. record player, there, yeah. which there is. I mean, there is, there's nothing like, you know, getting it out and being annoyed that the sleeve won't come off, and then it does, and then you're like, oh, crap, I left crap on my needle so i gotta clean that off right quick before i put it on this record yeah, yeah and then you know you do it and then that crack spins for a second and you're like i just want to sit down and listen to this you know what i mean yeah it almost feels like akin to like a different state of mind when you're sitting there like actually paying that yeah. much attention to a record and it's not just in your ears it's literally feeling the room around you know what i mean yeah. So it's like a it's like this relationship between your room that you're in and like the music in your ears. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all synth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like it's not just sitting like I love sitting down and listening to headphones, but there's nothing like actually turning it up and just like actually cranking it in the room and letting the, the acoustics. You know what I mean? Like actual oh, yeah. to your ear. Yeah. You actually get real bass response and stuff. Yeah. You know? No, an album that I, I had an experience like that recently. Um, I a couple weeks ago went and picked up the new Big Thief album. Have you listened to oh, it? Oh, it's great. It's oh, so it's good. A good album. You talk I about a good it. double album too. That one's yes. actually worth it the time. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh yeah. that I, I I really do enjoy that. I know I was we were talking about you know about double album. Yeah, it's that is a an album I really enjoy. That's one of those albums that it's good it's good start to finish and it's also you can pick a random song and it's good on its own oh like, dude you know, but infinity might be a perfect song though yeah that yeah. one has me contemplating my existence but also <laughs> wanting french fries you know what i mean <laughs> that's great you know i i showed that to a buddy because he, he he does i think it's like a philosophy minor and he goes to yell and he like laughed his butt off with like looking at those lyrics because like that's stuff that he learns about in class you know yeah. what i mean yeah it was great and it's intelligent and the girl that plays lead in that band i'll tell you i love her style i love yeah. her lead playing it's yeah. very similar to how i played guitar i yeah. feel like and it felt affirming to me when i listened to that i was like oh people might listen to my music if they lose listen to this you know what i mean yeah. like it was like and that kind of inspired me to go out and play in chattanooga like i did that you know yeah. what I mean? That was yeah. super fun. But yeah. yeah. But no, with, with that album, you know, the I love if you can listen to it over speakers like that with a within you know on a turntable, it, it's in my opinion, it's the best way to experience an album like that because yeah. Uh it, it uh um, sorry, I have my cats invading podcast. 
No, yeah. For for those that are just listening, uh, oh, Cole has now. has brought his cat. Uh, but um, uh, the first song on that album is called "Change," and it's such a like. They're all great, but that song in particular has stuck with me because the way that it begins, it just begins by this like. You can't simple, hear him, by the way. Can you? No, no, you're fine. Okay, so, no, okay. no, you're fine. Um, but. The way that song begins, um, with it, it begins with this little like you know just simple drum. Like I f- I'm forgetting what the name of it is, but you know the drum where you like sit on it, like it's a box and you like slap it. Oh, with your cajon. Hand. Yeah, cajon. yeah. I don't know what they're yeah. called, but I, I think that's what they're using. Like that, that's what it sounds like to it me. It sounds like snare drum. Kinda, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like it just starts off with this simple little drum beat, and then a guitar comes in, and it yeah. to me it feels like I've just been. I've just been transported into like a circle with some friends that are just sitting there singing songs. Yeah, dude, that's so what I'm like, about. It feels, it yeah. feels so inviting to me. It it just feels like I've been engulfed in this like big warm hug. I, I don't yeah. know how to explain it, but it's so good. It's such a great introduction to the album. And then everything after that, all all of them are fantastic. And um, that's what I'm trying to capture. Yeah, that's really like when I'm playing music now. I'm trying to like. I realized, like, what am I missing? When I because I moved up here, I don't have anybody to play with anymore. It sucks. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I had to work around that. Yeah. And um, for me, it was like, especially after I came back down to Tennessee the first time and I jammed with people, I, I was like, I'm missing that spontaneous music thing that happens. You have other people that yeah. are taking your ideas at the same time as you and totally reinterpreting, reinterpreting reinterpreting them <laughs> in the same exact way i mean in a different yeah. way you know yeah. what i mean it blows my mind how i can take a loop and then i can show it to a buddy and what they will do is something i could never dream of doing yeah. you know what i mean um i think that's like that big thief album just feels like that's why the the album cover even feels like that it feels yeah. like oh they're just a bunch of little buddies hanging out you know yeah. it's just great yeah, I love that they've they've captured a lot of ideas that I've been thinking about and made yeah. an album out of. Because uh, yeah. it feels like up until that point too, especially I don't know if you listened beforehand, it feels like they were so close to making something that good before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, like I would listen to the records and be like, okay, this is great. I don't have anything to latch on to, so I'm just gonna leave this for now. Yeah. And then they came out with something now that's instantly like, you yeah. know what I mean? I hope they blow up. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I think they should. They deserve it. They they're they great. definitely deserve it. I th- yeah. I think they're great, and I think an album like that it has something for everybody in some some form or fashion. You know, um, there's there's songs like Change that are very slow, and they're 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 these kind of you know subtle songs. They're not gonna like jump in your face and make yeah. a statement. But there's like one of my favorite songs on an album is uh, Love Love Love, and like it's such a great song because for a lot of reasons for me but it's it's kind of the opposite like it's very yeah. it's a lot more louder uh you know the lyrics are the, the chorus is literally just uh i forget the lead singer's name but she's just chanting love 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 like it's yeah it, it doesn't sound as good when I, I know what i'm saying it but i promise it's a good yeah. song but yeah uh, there's something fantastic. for everybody on that album and so it's it's a great way yeah. to uh yeah just just to find something you like i, I don't know it's it's really great and i i, I hope that they I hope they get bigger and they certainly deserve it. I, I agree with you 100%. I want another thing. They're on some. Oh, yeah. And I think it's going to be really. And I'll yeah. tell you, too, my favorite song on that record is actually that. I think it's like one where it's just like classical guitar and it's a minute and a half long. 
and it's just her singing guitar and like an, a synth or something. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but that's my favorite one. I was like, wow, she yeah. is a, she's a fantastic guitar player. I just yeah. think that's just, it's a great ode to different guitar players out there too. I, I think it's great. But yeah. yeah. No, I agree 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, well, Cole, uh, I, I appreciate you taking a little bit of time to speak with me. I got to wrap things up here in just a little bit. Um, but but first and foremost, I appreciate you taking some time to chat with me. It's been a pleasure fine. getting to, I, I, I wish, hope we can do it. Maybe we can do this again in the future in person. Yeah, but uh, totally. I appreciate you chatting with me a little bit and, and getting to talk with you about music. I, I really, I really do. Music is something to me. I know we all have our different tastes, but I really do like, I, I sound so like I really enjoy music, but like I really yeah. do. Like I enjoy music a lot, and I, I like talking about music that I enjoy with someone that I know that also really yeah. enjoys music a lot. So yeah. um, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, nice, before we finish up here, I have a kind of closing segment that I, I like to finish each episode off with. Yeah, um, and so I want to do that with uh, with you if you don't mind. So okay. uh, to finish off each episode, I like to finish off on a different note with a, sec- a segment that I call 15 quick questions. Um, and okay. some of these are repeat questions. Some of these are, spe- you know, I've tried to cater them specifically to you. Yeah. Um, but these are all going to be this or that questions. So it'll be like either A or B, you know, uh, st- stuff like that. Yeah. So I just want your off the top of your head, what you're feeling answers off, you know, straight off, off the dome thoughts on these yeah, questions. Totally. So, okay. That sound good. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, this is 15 quick questions with Cole Lehman. We will start hey. off with number one socks with sandals. Yes or no. Um, no, I never have sandals. And if <laughs> I, I think sandals are really convenient actually. And my feet get sweaty. So, no. and so uh, it'd probably be socks if I did. So okay. maybe yes, actually. <laughs> Twist of events. Uh, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? No, no. Dark side, the wall, or wish you were here? Dark side. Nice. Uh, who would win in a pogo stick race? John, Ringo, Paul, or George? George. Hot coffee or iced sure. coffee? Um, hot. Yeah, for sure. Who would win in a dance competition? Kenny G or Lady Gaga? Kenny G. 70s, 80s, or 90s? 70s. Guacamole or salsa? Salsa. Waffles or pancakes? Waffles. Michael Jackson or Prince? Prince. Would you rather ride roller skates or a unicycle everywhere you went? Unicycle. Are Crocs fashionable? Yes or no? I've seen it coming back, man. I don't know what <laughs> anymore. I honestly would like some Croc gloves. I've seen some. <laughs> But they, I think that'd be pretty cool to have like giblets and just show them off and be like, yeah, this is my soccer one from fourth grade. <laughs> uh, crunchy or creamy peanut butter? Uh, creamy. Does ranch belong on spaghetti? Yes or no? No. No, and not at all. Finally, the last question. I ask everybody this question. And so I want to get your thoughts, but I, I want you to make sure you give me your rationale on this one. Okay. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? And I want to. Duck-sized horses. Duck-sized horses. Duck-sized. So what's your what's your uh, what's your rationale for it? So I'm thinking at that point they're just gonna be tiny wiener dogs. So honestly, I could just stomp on them. 
they're going to have weak backs. <laughs> and that's coming from somebody that loves wiener dogs and knows Body how they too. are anatomically. Yeah. But I know their weaknesses and they know mine. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I would definitely say uh, wiener dog size. Well, kind of, probably wiener dog size. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Like well, that Rizzle. was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. I like it. So that was, uh, that was 15 quick questions with, uh, Cole Lehman. So Cole, thank you very much for that. Um, Beautiful. before we finish up, I want to, I was like to again, say thank you for joining me, thank but, you. Uh, awesome. but want to give you the floor. If there is anything in particular that you're working on that you want to talk about, if there's anybody that you want to give a shout out to, Anything that you got going on that you're, you know, coming up soon that you want to talk about, whatever, the floor is yours. So have at it. Okay. So I want to shout out anybody that I've played with out there. So Justin, the Juice Cones, Bed Kaczynski, um, Honeymoon, Shag Nasty, um, even, what's their name? Knucklehead. Knucklehead. Sorry. There was a lot of things to Knucklehead. I love y'all. Um, anyways. So I want to shout out all those guys. Those guys are releasing stuff finally. I want to shout out myself, Trash Tones. I actually put out some stuff a couple months ago that I recorded like 40 hours with a buddy. And I'm actually pretty proud that we got that much done in like 40 hours. Um, could I do better? Yes. And could he do better? Yes. But we have done, I've done better since then and he's done better. And I'm really proud of that. But in a couple of weeks, um, one of my buddies actually recorded that live show I did at Chattanooga. So I'm going to do a live at Ch- JJ's with Trash Tones that I'm going to release. And that's going to be my next thing. So I'm really excited about that. So look out for that. But Nice. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to. I actually have listened to it. It was it was whenever whenever it released, I saw Nolan posted about it. Uh, what do you about- think about it? I enjoyed it. It's been a little bit since I listened to it, but I, I really did. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. And uh, I've since I've been speaking with you, I, I thought I need to go revisit that and listen to it again. But uh, it was I awesome. It. We did it yeah. in such a short period of time. And I think it's genuinely pretty good to me. Like myself, I would give it like, yeah, like it's it's just like, OK, like I could do better. <laughs> yeah. And he, but I just we just only had 40 hours and I'm proud of it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, check it out. Check it out, That's people. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Cool. Well, if you're listening, I, I will put the link to that album uh, or EP. Is it? Is it? It's an EP. Isn't yeah, it's it? an EP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. EP uh, down in the description. So if you want to check it out, then it'll be down there. Uh, you are you are do you have any websites, social medias, anything? You're just you're trash tones on Spotify. So yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, I will put all that down in the description. So if you want to check it out, support uh, Cole and what he's doing, then head on down there. Give it a uh listen and support what he's got going on but uh yeah without anything else cole thank you so much for joining me uh this evening it's been a pleasure speaking with you and yeah uh maybe we'll do it again in the future we should totally do it again in the future if you want but yeah thanks man see ya yeah Yeah. thank you so much see y'all later bye all right see you man thank you Thanks for tuning into this episode of the podcast. As one final reminder, if you'd like to support the show, then don't forget to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcast or share it with a friend. 
If you'd like to check out any links that were mentioned during the show or follow the show or myself on social media, then feel free to head to the description of today's episode to find these links. As always, thank you again for checking out today's episode, and I really hope you enjoyed it. I will catch you all on the next episode of the podcast. See ya!